for tuning in to the 190th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk with me, your host, Daryl D. Lane. As always, I want to thank you for tuning in, whether it be via Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, or whichever podcasting app you are listening to me via. Going to have a great show for you all today. Going to have my guy, Mr. Zach, Zach Weatherford, on the show, our NBA guru. We're going to have him on and we are going to talk about the NBA playoffs. We are going to go through the whole seating. So we're going to talk about Lakers versus Blazers. We're going to get into Mavericks Clippers, Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz, Rockets Thunder on the east side. We're going to go to the Bucks versus the Magic, the Nets versus the Raptors, the 76ers versus the Celtics, and the Indiana Pacers versus the Miami Heat. We're going to talk about all that, get Zach's opinion on who he thinks is going to win and how many games, and just get those interesting little uh, nuggets and tidbits of information. So we're going to have that kind of next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. This is a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, Ho, H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. Oh, we're back with Barbershop Sports Talk, and we have my guy, Zach Witherford, a.k.a. Mr. Zach. How you doing, man? I'm all right. How about yourself? I'm doing great. So first, what we're going to do is because we're going to do a kind of a a playoff preview, kind of go through each conference. First, we're going to start with the West. But the first question I do want to ask you is, Zach, is how do you – because now we know Portland, they beat Memphis uh, today on Saturday. How do you think that Portland will match up with L.A.? Are they scoring that points? They got good ball. They score a lot of points. They got they got good ball movement. Uh, they're giving up. They're giving effort on defense. They have a decent bench, but uh, they give up a lot. They 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 give up a lot of points, and um, they give up a lot of points. Uh, that they they um, they score a lot of points, but um, The Lakers gonna have to be on their best game, but the Lakers come with their with their best game, they'll win this series in six games. Um since the um season shut down, Portland had a chance to get players healthy. Uh had a chance to get uh Carmelo Anthony um in better better physical condition. Uh, they're they're a different team than than they were before the uh Stoppage of play. Um, they're. I think. I think they're a much better team. I think they're making the extra pass that they that they used to did not make. Extra pass means a lot. So my question. So much, much approved team. So my question to you would be, how, how do the Lakers go about? Because I feel like a, a big part of the series is going to be how they control 
the backcourt of the Blazers with both CJ and Dame. And the Lakers, they're not going to have Rondo, right? We know Avery Bradley's out of the bubble. So it's going to be up to guys. Probably Green's going to have a fair share of time on him. Guys like Deion Waiters. Guys like that are going to have to guard these guys. So how, how do you think the Lakers can kind of limit, not shut down, but kind of limit the explosive Blazers backcourt? Also ask you this too, because because a lot I feel like is going to be made of who LeBron guards. Because I, I would assume, right, they're not going to put LeBron on either CJ or Dame. But I don't know if you necessarily want LeBron even guarding a guy like Carmelo Anthony, who can isolate and score for a long period of time. Who's who are they going to put but, LeBron on? Uh, uh, but Carmelo Anthony doesn't really move move without the ball as much. Uh, he doesn't create off the dribble. Everything is basically catch and shoot with him. So. Um, he would he would not be he would not put that he wouldn't be a physical strain on LeBron as those other guys would because they 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 are creative ball handlers and slashers and penetrators and things like that. But um, Carmelo Anthony basically is like a standstill player doesn't move without the ball as much. Uh, the Lakers rely on team defense, uh, rotation of the of of of, uh, of of the units more than just individual defense. Uh, they play great help with McGee helping and Dwight helping and, a- and and Davis helping. They always got help on the backside. That's the strength of the Lakers. Do you think? Do you think during this Lakers Blazers series we're finally going to see Anthony Davis playing a lot of minutes at center because that that's kind of always been talked about. Anthony Davis is at his best when he's at center instead of power forward and kind of go small. Uh, it really doesn't. It really make. It really doesn't make a difference. Because whoever he, who, 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 who's he going to guard? Who, who, who is he going to guard on defense? Portland stretches the floor. Everyone's around them. Everyone stands around the perimeter at, at, at some point in time. Uh, sometimes they have nobody in the post. I watched them that night. Everyone was, Carmelo looked nice sliding the post, but everyone was like around the three-point line. So they spaced the court very well. Um If their shooting is on, they can be a problem. They space the court very well, and they, and they, and you know, white white side plays a few post moves, but uh, most they don't run. They really don't. They don't run plays for him. His his plays, his points come off rebounds and assists, off help. They don't run plays for white side. Portland scored 126 points today. Uh, that's a lot of points. On the average, 
but they also gave them 120 something. They had a big lead, but hey, the Lakers, the Lakers, the Lakers lineup, the Lakers team is not is not playing at 100. percent So I mean, they definitely got to bring an A game, or they or, or or they could be in for an upset. So you have the Lakers. If they come, if they, if they come game, if they bring that game, I, I see them winning in six. Okay, so we got you down for that six. Also, by the way, I do have to ask you this. How do you like the play-in games? Do you think that's something the NBA should do uh, maybe in the future just permanently? Like have for the eighth seed, do you have a play-in game? I'm not, uh, you know, that, that was a good experiment. It happened to be, um, you know, well, what about what about Phoenix? You know, they didn't lose a game. And, uh, I mean, this is different circumstances, but... Uh, you know, it made it, it made it made we're going into the playoffs uh, exciting moment. You know, give give a team with an outside chance a chance to sneak, sneak in the back door. So that's pretty that's pretty cool. I don't know about regular season with that, but because you play you play so long, you, and you earn your and you earn that HD. You know. Now I want to go to uh, the second seed versus the seventh seed. So you're also we're also going to see. The Clippers versus the Mavericks. And I think this is going to be an interesting series because the Mavericks have one of the best offenses in the NBA. So do the Clippers. Uh, the Mavericks have kind of had struggles in late game situations. We're kind of going to see Luke on the big stage. How, how do you see this series going? So do you think guys they can throw at him? Um, uh, Dallas is a um, up and coming team. Uh, they show they show up. They score they score they score points, but I don't know if they have. I, I, I five games for the Clippers. Oh, so you uh, got Clippers? You got this in five? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I got I got the Clippers going to run with run away with this. The games will probably be close. They, they, the Clippers, they, the Clippers are a twelve-man unit. Uh, everybody, almost everyone participates. Strong bench. Uh, they haven't all played together during the bubble. You know, the chemistry might could be off, but I think they, I think the Clippers are, are the strongest team in the league right now. And and you when you mentioned that, how much of an issue or an adjustment period do you think this is going to take? Because the Clippers, this is going to be kind of the first time they've really had their whole team together throughout multiple parts of the season. They haven't had their full team kind of ready, locked, and loaded. So do you think this is going to be an adjustment period that maybe could help the Mavericks win a couple games with everybody still getting their chemistry uh, kind of on par, what they need, or or you just think that it won't matter? Uh, well, they got they got they got too many guys that can score off the dribble. Um, uh, too many guys that 
too many guys that can create. Clippers got too many guys that can create their own shot. You know, you're not. You're never going to catch everyone on the off night. I mean, they they have in the, each individual uh, at time on that floor can create their own shot. Lou Williams, Austin Rivers, uh, Hawaii, Paul George. Uh, got a couple guys and a couple other guys off the bench. Um, so so they're 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 strong. They're a strong unit offensively and defensively. Uh, they had a lot of um, load management games this year. You know, some guys were playing, some guys weren't. You know, that that might come back to haunt them, but that could make them come in full strength too. So, I I, I got I got I, I I think I think the Clippers are a powerful unit. Who do you think is going to get the bulk of Luca in the series? Like, who's going to be guarding Luca uh, the most? There, there, there's, there's no, there's, there's no, there's no set in stone individual. Like I said, they got like four guys they can throw at him. They got three guys in the starting lineup they can throw at him. But more than likely, Paul George or, uh, or if he's bringing the ball, up, I wouldn't be surprised if Patrick Beverly starts out on. I wouldn't be surprised. Especially if he's bringing the ball to court, you know. But they have a variety of guys. Me myself, I think he'd get Patrick Beverly in foul trouble because he because he becomes over aggressive at times. And with Porzingis too. Do you think they're going to be able to shut down Porzingis too? Because you know some of the arguments that people make, even kind of with the Lakers, maybe. Yeah, Anthony Davis fact. Do you think the fact that they have a guy in Porzingis who's a big guy that can score? Do you think that could be a problem for the Clippers, or you don't think you don't foresee that being an issue at all? A uh, game here and there, you know, but consistency is what he's what he's like. And he was and he was and he, and he was kind of injured towards the end, so I don't know what's 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 his full strength if he's really at full strength right now. Um, they they got a variety of guys that can score. Uh. They run. A, they run a half court system. They, they they break when they have to. But Rick Carlisle is more of a half court setup type of a coach. And uh, pound for pound, the Clippers have too much. They they they, they got a loaded team. So we got you on the. I, I, I just I just see the Clippers as, a, as dominating these guys here. Five games. Okay, five games. We got that down. So we got. Clippers over the Mavs in five. Let's go to the three six. We have the Nuggets and the Jazz, which I think could end up being an interesting series. How do you think this series is going to go, Zach? Well, my county stirs makes makes uh, make, make, makes a big difference. Um, but I think uh, Denver's showing some new faces now with, with Porter and Bowl, and uh, they they also got two guys. I think. Gary Harris was out and Barton was out. Um, I don't know if they'll be in for the playoffs. I'm not sure. Um, Porter has really stepped his game up. Um, the break, I think the break helped him build his confidence up uh, or get his body strong. I think he was recovering from back surgery. I'm not sure. Um, um, Utah plays aggressive ball. Uh, they play with the energy. They got a nice pick and roll, high screen game. Um, Denver has a good pitch, and they have and they have uh, Joker. 
the, the two new additions for Denver, Bowl and um, Porter, I mean, they make up for the loss of Harris and Barton, but those Harris and Barton are great players also. Um, I like I, I, I like I like Denver's chance. I, I, I like I like Denver chance. I, I think Denver has the overall height advantage also as, as far as team team size. You know, um, that should be an interesting interesting series. But I, I think I think Denver is, is man for man is, is is a better team. Um, so you have. Denver. But over over the, like over the over the whole season, though, they only won like two or three games more than Utah. So it's not like it's like a runaway as a, as a as much of a better team. You know, I mean, they only won I think maybe two more games totally. But they just come up with a whole different look like a, a fresher lineup this this um second this um from the bubble. They got guys that were injured that's ready to participate. Um. Utah's a streaky team. Uh, they play hard, but uh, I see I see Denver. Um, I see Denver with the height advantage, um, the inconsistency with Conley. Um, kind of had kind of hurt um, Utah, and but with and, and with Denver Denver's lineup and the chemistry they've been playing, I, I, I like Denver in six. I like Denver in six um, with the ball movement and the, and the height advantage. The height advantage is big in this series, I think. I mean, Denver was running like a very big lineup. Uh, the smallest guy at one time was 6'7". <laughs> no, 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 you're and good. That's, and, 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 and that's Jamal Murray. And, and you're... Uh, they, had, they had Millsap, they had Jokic, they had Bowl, they had the other guy. The, um, the Porter guys. All those guys are six, eight, six, are six, nine, and up. I like Denver. I like Denver in the series. Very competitive, physical series. But Denver has the height advantage, and 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 um, I give them the edge. Can you talk about how big the kind of the additions within the team of having guys like Michael Porter and uh, Bull Bull having both those guys kind of come in? I mean, you have Michael Porter, who's 6'10", and I think he scored like 40 a couple games. You have Bobo, who seems he can do everything at a set, at seven feet of size. How much of an impact do you think having those two young guys, just inserting those two young guys in an already really good team can be? Well, well, it, it, it also is a disadvantage with scouting because you haven't had enough, you haven't seen them play as much. Um, Bobo Bo could be a secret weapon. I don't know what his stamina is or how, how his minutes played is, but uh, he's he, he's um he's uh, he's a secret weapon for Denver. Um, he can shoot the three, he can rebound. Uh, he's a, he's good for double figures. If he scores double figures, that'd be good for him, especially as a as a young rookie. I mean, you know, beginner in basketball. Uh, the height advantage is big for Denver, and. Um, Denver, I mean, I mean, it, the West was a close, the West was a close, uh, 
had a close fight. The records were, were, were very close in the West at the end. I mean, you got, I mean, most of the guys are like two games apart in the, in the, in the middle of the, in the middle of the bracket. Uh, the West is competitive and, and, and it's balanced. And, but I, I like, I like Denver. And I do I like, wanna... I like Denver. In a matchup that I think is going to be really interesting in this series, that center where you have Rudy Gobert, who's recognized as one of the best defensive players in the NBA, going up against a guy, Nikola Jokic. How, how do you see that matchup playing out? Uh, if Jokic's playing his perimeter game, that pulls, that pulls Rudy away from the hoop. And that's an advantage for Denver because they have they, they, they pass the ball pretty good. Um, sometimes it bothers me that Jokic is plays uh, so far from the hoop all the time. But um at last year I think I don't think he was fit. I don't think he was fit to run the whole court. He was running from basically foul line to foul line, you know? Um he wasn't running full court baseline to baseline. Uh his weight is down and his energy is up, uh body fat down. I think I think that gives him a gives him an advantage with his fitness and his um Ability to pass from the top of the key. Um, Gobert is a Gobert is a hell of a matchup. He covers a lot of space. But once you pull him away from the hoop, he's not as effective. He can't he can't protect the rim. Uh, it's gonna, it's going to be a coaching challenge for Denver. I mean, for Utah to figure out, you know, how you get how, how do you how do you maintain a defense with with so many guys on the perimeter. At that height, good matchup. Good matchup. Now, I think Denver, Denver, Denver's on. Denver is too much for them. Now, what I do have to ask you is this: so, if Utah is to win, what do you think Utah has to do? Like, like you mentioned, you just think that Denver's a little bit better, but what does Utah have to do to kind of mitigate all that? How does Utah win this series? Um, I think um. The backcourt, the guy, the guard, the guard play, uh, especially, especially Conley, especially Conley, um, because the other guy, the other guy has been playing his game. Um, Conley, Conley has been kind of inconsistent. Um, Utah has good, has good outside shooting. They have good outside shooting. Um, Scrappy team, they don't have enough. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, uh, they were the first. They were the first team to kind of come down with the COVID, right? Yes, they were. Yeah, they were the first team to come down with the COVID. Uh, I was hearing rumors that they were having term- turmoil between the teammates and um, a few. Uh, uh, attitude problems because of that. I don't know if they resolved their problems. I don't know if they brought that to the court with them. Uh, I think um, I think I think Denver is um, a team that's on the rise um, and they're going to be and they're going to be steadily improving over the next couple of years. I'm not sure about I'm not sure about Utah, and I'm not sure about uh, their guy. I'm not sure about their guy um, signing long term. Also, 
he might test free agency. I don't know. It's probably next year it will be his year, though. And you're talking about Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Now, so we got you for this. Nuggets over Jazz and six. Now, let's go to the last series in the West. The Thunder versus the Rockets. This is very interesting because we all know Chris Paul was traded for Russell Westbrook, but Russell Westbrook will not play in this series. Can Houston beat OKC without Russell Westbrook? Is that 100% sure Russell's not playing? Uh, he is not. He could possibly not play the series, but if he does, it'll be towards the end. Much dribbling for hard is going to tire him out. Um, Dodd is doing a good job of coaching, but he also had. And you know what? I mean, I hate to be I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but man, is it this like the time of the year Chris Paul always gets injured? <laughs> yes, it, yes, it is. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to take him or nothing. Westbrook in the, in the uh, 
his health going into the seat, going into the playoffs. Well, uh, that's a big that's a big blow for their team. That's a big blow. That's a big blow for um for the, for the Rock. That that's gonna hurt them. If the Rockets, that's when that's when Harden goes into his to his to his one on one thing too much. And can you just? Exp- I would, hey, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he have a couple. If he have a couple fifty point games, though, he might need that for Houston to win. And, and Zach, because you stated this before, can you just explain, in case people haven't heard this before, why you don't think Harden's ISO ball, his one on one game, works in the playoffs? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. If, well, the difference this time is. He's coming off a well rested two. He's coming off a rested two months of, of rest, so he's not as burned out as he usually would be going into the playoffs. Do you think? Oh, I agree. Uh, I agree. So I, I, I'm not gonna. I, I'm gonna give him a chance with that because, but, but as his his history dictates that he falls off in the playoffs, and um, I I, I still think that. I still think that, uh, well, Eric Gordon is coming back fresh. Eric Gordon is fresh also, so, you know, he can step in and he can, he can fill the void for Westbrook, but he, he, but he's giving you 16, 17 points off the bench every night. And, uh, so I guess, what well, I guess, uh, he'd be moving into the starting lineup, right? Yes. Yes, I think so. Yeah. 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 He's good. He's good. So I'm not taking him out of the phone, but, he doesn't create his own shot. He's a catch-and-shoot guy also. So we got Zach on the record. Upset special, Thunder and 7. And also, if this happens, do you think the, the Rockets are going to have to evaluate how they do business and kind of their organizational philosophy? Because you have to, and you've mentioned this, with the ISO ball with Harden, also the fact that they've kind of doubled down and decided to go small. Do you think we could see, see changes where maybe they change their philosophy, get rid of their GM, Daryl Morey? Do you think there could be changes in Houston if they lose this series? I thought they gave the coach an extension. No, they did not. D'Antoni does not have an extension. No, but so, uh, Okay, so we got that. We I just. Think Harden, I 
I think Harden only knows how to play one way. So we got and until he gets, yeah, and, and, until he has, until they take the ball out of his hand, it's going to continue to be that way. But you paid him two hundred and fifty million. They they put the ball in his hands for that. But <clears throat> I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. That was a big blow with Westbrook going down. Big blow. That killed it. That, that basically killed their killed their chance if if, um, if he doesn't um, play. If, if they happen, to, if they happen to get by the series, they won't go any farther. Well, I think he should be ready for the second series for sure. Right, right, right. If he does, but so you got, we got for the West, we got Lakers over Blazers in six, we got Clippers over Mavs in five, Nuggets over Jazz in six, and upset special Thunder over Houston in seven. So we got that for the West. Now we're going to take a break, and then kind of next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk, we're going to preview the Eastern Conference playoffs. Kind of next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. Inside the NBA, this one's for you. Thought I'd kick it with Charles and a Krispy Kreme. Now I'm chilling with Kenny, but I think he's stuck in the screen. What can I say about Ernie? What a good guy I'm thankful. And this one goes on to Shaquille. Cause he is an angel. Oh, we're back with Barbershop Sports Talk. So I'll have Mr. Zach with us. Talking NBA. We just previewed the Western Conference. Now we're going to go to the East. So let's start with the Bucks and Magic. The the one and eight. Zach, is there any chance that Orlando could pull off the upset of the century? No. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, I mean, they were one of the highest scoring teams uh, in the bubble. Um, they they had definitely had one of the highest scoring teams. Uh, athletic ball players. Um, they're like. Uh, they're like a college team against a pro team right now. Um, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, um, they, they 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 play they play very strong this year. Um, you know, Orlando is Orlando is just like a stepping stone series. This is a sweep. Um, I I um, Milwaukee. Milwaukee is kind of laying in the laying in the cut right now. I mean, all the NBA news was on Milwaukee going in earlier in the season before the uh, intermission of the season. Uh, I think they were getting a little. I think Milwaukee was getting a little uh, bored. Um, they had to step. They 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 was they they was had such a big advantage in the East. Uh, they playing good team defense. They got they got big guys shooting the three and rebounding. Uh, they also got they also have you know Giannis's uh, versatility that just does everything. Um, they gonna jump on. You know you know what you know it's weird though. Home court advantage is not the same anymore. Everybody's at, you know, neutral. It's like a neutral site. So you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. They might. They might win one game. I. I, I give. I give up. 
I might give Orlando a game just because they're they're at the most they will win one. You know, home court domination makes a difference. And um, Milwaukee wasn't losing too many games at home this year. Um, Milwaukee is uh, a run- Milwaukee is a runaway favorite in this series. Uh, it, it'll be it'll be they'll be lucky to win one. Um, Orlando will be lucky to win one game. Um, they're um, they're solid AC. I mean, no one was close. They 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 are the AC, but uh, they don't have enough. No, they they don't have star power. Orlando has no star power, man. You know, they've been reaching for a star player for for years now. You know, but they just can't land one. They can't land. The franchise, you know, they got a few decent guys, but they don't, they don't have, they don't stand a chance against Milwaukee. You know, but like I say, it's that they don't have to go on the road or anything. You know, they might sneak, they, they could sneak a game, game four maybe. You know, but uh, I don't see, I don't see the series as much of a matchup. I think Milwaukee just. I think Milwaukee just better be on their best on their best game. Um, uh, you know, things change in the playoffs, but this is definitely just this series. One game here is uh, this um, first round is definitely a, a walk away for a runaway for um, the Bucks. Now, Zach, could I could I make this argument? The Magic are at home. They're in their element. So Zach is bringing out the brooms. Bucks sweep the magic. I have to say I agree with you. The smart money on Vegas is the Bucks. Now let's go to the second seed versus the seventh seed. We have the Raptors versus the Brooklyn Nets. Do you think this series will be as lopsided as the Bucks and the Magic, or do you no, think no, no? no. Uh, um, it's it. Uh, the reason is. The reason it won't be as, as lopsided, um, Jersey has, uh, I mean, Brooklyn has ability to to play, also play defense. Um, they don't have, I mean, they, they're missing that multiple players. You know, as I think about it, they're missing multiple players. And, and, Levert, Levert, and, and Levert was their number one option so far, you know. In a, in, a, in a regular season, and he, he would possibly be the third, fourth option. Fourth, really. You got you have Durant, Kyrie, Dinwiddie, and uh, LeVert. Uh, Joe Harris probably going to be leaving. Um, if you're going to, I mean, if you want to have your fun with Brooklyn, you better have it this year. Because... They they have they 
they have young talent. They have superstar talent. Uh, they have they have an upside to their team. Um, as long as they remember, as long as as long as they remember uh, who to go to when, when who to go to in, in bread and butter time, you know. Right, right now, they, right now, you know, it's up and it will be up in the air. But you know, once the rent comes, you know, you know who's the go you go to in bread and butter time. But uh, in it, with this, with, with Toronto, Toronto being a surprise team in the East, um, Toronto being a veteran team, Toronto, um, they were like only right behind the Bucks and total victories. Um, that's a, that's a team to keep your eye on. That's a sleeper in the East, Toronto. Um, but uh, they. It won't be. It won't be. Um, it won't. It won't be as lopsided as um, Orlando because Milwaukee's gonna blow them out a lot of games. Um, Toronto is not a big blowout type of team. They gonna hire. They gonna hire grind. Hire grind the game. But um, Toronto. Yeah. Toronto. Once again, Toronto won five. Who do you Toronto think? Toronto five. And this is a question I have for you. Who do you think's the guy in Toronto? Would you say it's Siakam or Lowry? Well, you know, you have to you have to look at it. You have to look at it from a, from a basketball point of view. Who, who, who has the ball? Who has the ball in their hand seventy five percent of the time? Lowry. Okay. He 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 he, he dictates. He dictates, and he stirs the he stirs the he stirs the drink for that team. Uh. He's the heart and soul. He's the heart and soul of that team. Oh, without a doubt, he's the heart and soul of that team. Now he's now he has a mini. He has a mini me in Van Fleet. Van Fleet plays the same type of aggression and temperament as as Lowry. He's just not as good as maybe a ball handler. But Van Fleet is definitely overachieved in his career, from what the scouting report says, and uh, he's a solid NBA player for the next next 10 years. Oh, I love uh, Van Fleet. He was one of those guys from Wichita State back when they were making noise. A four-year, a four-year Thomas guy. He stayed all four years. Um, I like, I I like, um, I like, I like Toronto. I like their coach. And teams better beware. That's all I have to say. In the East, they better beware of Toronto. That would be so crazy if Toronto ended up after Kawhi leaving, they ended up making it to the finals again. But they're going to have a chance, and they're going to have a chance to defend their crown. So uh, that's all you can ask for. Now let's go, and we have you down for Raptors and five. So let's go to the three-six matchup. We have the Celtics versus the 76ers. Ben Simmons will not be playing. How do you see this matchup going, Zach? Uh, well, it, it, it went from a rivalry series to a, from a dog fight and a rivalry series to a to a very uneven matchup. Uh, I mean, you down last year. If you look at this time last year, they had Ben Simmons and and, and Jimmy Butler. I mean, who who who's gonna score? Who's and JJ Reddick? Who's gonna score for Philly? That's besides MB, and he's and he's uh you know he's um. The other, the other, other, the other, uh, 
guy that got from Charlotte, um, the other forward, that went to, from Tennessee, that went to Tennessee. I, I have a brain lock on his name right now. Um, Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. Tobias Tobias Harris is a is a is a good uh, sidekick player for a team. Good third option. Horford Horford has really got to step this game up. If, if, does he does he have enough in the tank? Uh, does Horford have enough in the tank? I don't know. I don't know. Philly um, is really overmatched right now. Um, they're in trouble. And um, sad, sad to say, but the coach might the coach might get the coach might the coach might get it if they don't. They get swept. The coach might get it. Even though it's not always his fault, but he's he's had a long he's had a good ride with the team. Um, Philly without without Simmons, um, I don't even even though even though uh, I mean Simmons was a, is a slasher and a great uh, 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 finisher and stuff. You know he he kind of hurt the team by not shooting, but he was he always was a threat with the ball, but only on only on drive. Uh, Boston, Boston plays under 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 uh, Coach Stevens. Um, the next nation's defense, uh, ball movement, all-star guards, and Kimball Walker, all defensive guards, and. Um, Brown and Tatum. I think Hay hey would never live up to his money, but Brown and Tatum, they come to play. Uh, I see, um, like I say, Boston, 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 five game series, five game winner in this series too. Is it possible that the 76ers can present problems given the fact that Boston really has nobody to guard and beat? He's a problem, but uh, he, he can only he can only, he can only go so far because he only has the ball so much. I mean, 25, 30 points. I mean, that's about high as he's going. You know, um, he's an all-around great ball player, but he needs help. He needs help. He can't get in early foul trouble at all. They're oh, they're really in trouble. If you know how, I mean, they took a big blow when they lost him. Bryce mm. Harris is a nice player. He can't, he can't, he can't play two roles, and um, you know, they lost Jimmy Butler. That, that, that was, I don't, I, I really didn't. Well, he, he, he left on his, you know, that's he went where he wanted to go, but um, I think the Sixers night, the Sixers, the Sixers hit the wall in this series, you know, with the injury, and and Boston is um, Boston is a year older as a team, uh. A year wiser as a team. Uh, they also don't have uh, the distractions of before. Um, I think they're together, man. I think they're together. Boston is ready to make a run. The East is a, the East. The East has three teams that 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 could that could that could um be in the finals. Now they have three solid, have three solid contenders, with, with with Toronto being the sleeper. 
So you're on the record. The fact the Phillies' horrendous guard play is going to kill them versus the Boston Celtics, and this uh, series loss for the Sixers might bring some change, whether we see Embiid or Simmons get traded or we see Brett Brown, their head coach, getting ousted. But it is really interesting to see, given the fact that that, that team, you, you did mention, they had Jimmy Butler to that mix with J.J. Redick last year, and they just didn't bring those guys back and haven't been able to replicate the same team. And I heard a rumor that uh, I heard a rumor that Simmons uh, could be going to Cleveland. <laughs> I think I read something like that. <laughs> did you Did you see that? I think I read yeah. some. Hey man, I love to see Cleveland get back on the map. <laughs> <laughs> I love to see Cleveland get back on the map because I like going to those games. I like I like the arena and I like going there. But I don't know when I don't know when we'll ever be able to go to a live sporting event again. But unless you're going, unless you're a Cowboy fan. They don't care. I know. <laughs> well, see, well, Zach, Jerry Jones's mentality is: if the state's open, I'm gonna make me some money. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, that, that, I mean, like just like like you say, man, he's gonna sacrifice sacrifice poor guys for his for, for money. But you know, is he is he open for is he open for for live you know lawsuits and all these other things? But I guess I guess it's a cover your own risk situation. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I had a fan spread out, but I'm not going to get on. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to waste my time on Jerry right now because he's going to do what he wants to do. And when you're a billionaire, you can do that. Uh, kinda, 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 kinda. But uh, uh, um, that guy from the Clippers was a millionaire too, till he ran a billionaire too, till he ran his mouth sternly. You know. That's true. No, that that is very true. Yeah. That that he is was very true. Until he until he started running his mouth too much, you know, and uh, that was it for him. <laughs> That's very true. But I do like, think you really you, you really got to do something super duper stupid to for it for it for it Yeah, but that is true. I also think Joey uh, Jerry is one of the few owners that can say within reason what he wants, right, even right. though it might not be the most appropriate or. Uh, Stuff his players would like. I think he's one of the few owners that can say stuff like that. Uh, and, and people think, just and people are just like, ah, it's Jerry. Or they're like, you know, well, I like they're like, it's kind of like your crazy grandpa. I, I feel like Jerry's one of the few guys owners that will get a pass. Where there's owners, if they said half the stuff Jerry said, you know, <laughs> they'd have problems. Right. right. But but at the end of, at the end of the day, at, at, at the end of the, at the end of the day. Jerry is Jerry is a is a uh, alpha guy, you know, and uh, he speaks his mind. You know, I don't bite his tongue, but the the, ple- the person that's going to be on the, the person that's on the hot seat is Snyder. They want to get rid of him. I know I changed the subject, but the the Redskins owner is probably for to be oh he he he's the one that if he didn't if he didn't um, change the name of that team, they were going to force him out. And well, we got our NFL Jerry Jones, Daniel Snyder talking. <laughs> wasn't well, wasn't expected that. But let's get back. We have our last series, the Heat and Pacers. And Zach, I kind of want to push back on you a little bit. You mentioned the East as three solid contenders. What about the Heat? Are the Heat not contenders? Yeah, the Heat, the Heat, the Heat, the Heat is definitely contenders. Um, but I, I give, I, I give, I give. Um, Oh, 
Boston, Toronto, Milwaukee, those are my top three in the East. Now, almost exactly in the in the in the in the, uh, in the, in the uh, standings, the way they finished in the standings, uh, Miami is up. Miami is good, and Miami has offensive offensive firepower. Um, Good side of team, they don't have enough for it. I they, they're not. This, well, you know, actually, this might be one of the best series I, in, in, uh, uh, of the first round. Um, they got uh, personal grudges going on here. T.J. Warren, Jimmy uh, Butler. They got they got personal grudges going on here, and um, you know, Indiana's definitely coming in to play with edge. Um, they they don't they don't feel like they be they don't they don't feel like they be respected, but they finished with a better record than Miami in a regular season only by a game or two. But they still they're an underpublicized team and an underrated team. And uh, this series this series could go seven. Who do you have winning? The Heat. Just as simple as that. The Heat. Yeah, I got the Heat winning. Um, Nate McMillan's a hell of a coach. He's going to bring his boys to play. Um, but um, they lost They lost a bonus, right? Yeah. That's hurting them. That's hurting them. That's hurting them in the long run. If that, if Sabonis was there, I, 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 that, this could be a coin. This might, this could be a pick em, you know? Or even Indiana could even have a little edge, but... Uh, without some bonus, I think that's that's what they're lacking. Um, Hero, he, 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 he's a secret weapon. Um, the coaching, the coaching, uh, that's a toss up. Uh, is well respected now. Uh, Nick McMillan overachieves wherever he goes. Uh, he can coach any system up tempo or 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 half court. Uh, defensive minded coach. Uh, it's a make uh, slightest mistakes can cost this series. Um, but if if Indiana keeps plays at the at, the, at their level, they can they can force this to a seven game series. Uh, but I, I I like the Heat. I, I like I like the Heat. Um, but like I said, if it came down to the coaching is a close, is a close matchup. Spolstra, Spolstra is a respected NBA coach, but Nate, Nate, Nate McMillan takes no backseat to no one, and he brings out the best. And Ola Depot, Depot could could be uh, a jump start for uh, Ola Depot and Bogdan is a is a is a big strong is a strong backcourt uh, defensive backcourt. Uh, it's gonna be a seven game series, uh, but. Uh, Ola Deep Ola Deep wants to step his game up to, to fill the void for Sabonis. I mean, even though they play different positions, Ola Deep wants to increase his scoring uh, um, uh, uh, average by four or five points for this for this playoffs. Okay. In other words, he got to average twenty five a game. Yeah, he's he's kind of struggled to get back since that injury. He's kind of been in a funk, similarly to how Mike Conley's kind of. Where they kind of haven't been right. the same guy. 
he got he got to have twenty five a game for them to, for them to do it. But that's I see I I see the Heat in seven and, and um in a in a very very uh much contested close bunch of close games. And 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 I and I and and I um stick to Miami is the fourth best team in the East. Okay, so Not for by much. so for the East we have Bucks over Magic in four, Raptors over Nets in five, Celtics over the Seventy Sixers and five, and we have a seven-game series, Heat versus Pacers, with the Heat winning. So, Zach, I have to ask you this. So, we, we got all the conferences done. We got the East and the West. How has it felt for you as a sports fan and a basketball fan having basketball back, and how excited are you for the playoffs starting? Well, um, I, with, all the issues, all the, with all the issues going on in the world, I'm not a politician or, um, or, or a big political guy. You know, I have my own opinions. Sports is a big part of my life, but we had things we had things going on that was so powerful that for a moment, sports sports needed to be on the back burner. Um, the reason sports is on the back burner was because of the virus, uh, not because of the social issues. You know, it, it would be weird to see how that would have worked out otherwise. You know, with players that just demand change or we're not going to play or whatever, or are we going to stand up, on, get on our knees and, and, and salute the, the, the fallen, the people that have lost their life to brutality and these things. So um, sports took a back seat with me for, for a minute. I had to, my TV was glued on CNN. Uh, sports is a, is a distraction and a relief. Um takes takes me a minute to get into the into the sports with no fans, even though I'm a diehard sports person. Um it's starting to get normal. The game is starting the games are starting to feel normal now. It seemed like games in the bubble were like seemed like they were freelance and they weren't playing as hard and the crowd noise was too loud. I couldn't hear the announcers. It seemed like they made adjustments and everything is uh it's basketball now. Basketball now, you know, I don't know what type of players adjust the players making with their own life, but the games are coming to be coming seem normal to me now. Before, it just didn't seem right. I look forward to I look forward to um, I look forward to the playoffs. Um, I like I like the fact that they're playing games um, during the daytime. Uh, it's playoffs. Uh, it's like almost like NCAA tournament. Game starting like one in the afternoon. Um, I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, Phoenix Phoenix was an overachiever, and and and, and um, a lot of, a lot of guys a lot of guys got to concentrate on basketball. Uh, got used to the bubble, and, and we've seen some of the up and coming NBA talent. And um, I, I like I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, um, with sports being with sports being back, um, I noticed. I noticed that uh, you know I can. I, I back get, looking at my newspaper in the morning and stuff like that. You know, um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, enjoy these playoffs. Um, I have a, I have a, I have a few uh, issues with. Uh, 
with uh, New Orleans Pelicans, a uh, team like that. Uh, Golden State will be back in form after this year. But like a team like the Pelicans, all the talent, you know, they, they were they, – they, they were they they didn't come to play in the bubble. I don't know what happened to them. Um, they tried to the NBA. I think the NBA even made the playoff game, play in game, just so they might have a chance. Just because of the media, the media power of Zion. I think that might have been one of the reasons they even had a play in game. They they thought they thought that New Orleans might even get slide in there. I don't know what would you think though. Uh, I thought that was part of it. I think that was part, of it. but I also yeah, think yeah. That the Pelicans had the easiest schedule, I believe, in the regular season to end it anyway. So it wasn't like right. it was going to be easy regardless. So, I'm just, I'm just ready when, when, you, when uh, <laughs> I don't know how my prediction is going to look, man, but you'll, you'll let me know in a week. You'll let me know in a couple weeks. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> Zach, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Oh man, appreciate you, man. Stay in touch. Once again, I want to thank Zach Witherford, a.k.a. Mr. Zach, for coming on the podcast. Appreciate it. Enjoyed that NBA information, NBA bracketology, getting ready for the playoffs. I am excited. I am happy. I'm happy we have sports back, and I'm happy we have the NBA back. And once again, everybody, I also want to say this. Thank you for tuning into this episode, the 190th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk!